With a presidential election on the horizon next year in 2024, amidst an unprecedented onslaught of signs pointing to the end times, being informed about the enemy's influence in government has never been more important than it is right now. Will America play a major role in the final world order? Will we see the emergence of another pandemic? And if so, will it be politically motivated? Will the government assume control over our personal finances, businesses, and spending as the book of Revelation predicts? Will another Great Depression hit the Western world between now and next year's presidential election? And what does all of this have to do with the Hebrew year 5785? Today we begin an absolute epic series that will answer all of these questions and so much more beginning right now. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Skywatch TV. I'm Joe Artishorn. Today, we begin a special investigative series with an all-star panel of experts that are here to confront head-on where the United States of America is heading politically, spiritually, and prophetically. But before we get into today's discussion, watch this. In order to make America great and glorious again, I am tonight announcing my candidacy for pre President of the United States. In the mystical Hebrew year 5785, which falls between 2024 and 2025, hundreds of millions of people worldwide will observe the election of what could be the final American president. And in the latter time, when the transgressors are come to the full, a king of fierce countenance and understanding dark sentences shall stand up and his power shall be mighty. A new world order, it is taking shape and it is not one that you should be happy about. Nearly 2,500 years have elapsed since the ancient Hebrew prophets foresaw starting at the inauguration of the next U.S. president, the beginning of the end for mankind. Political experts claim Americans will simply witness a replay of Joe Biden versus Donald Trump. But will this, as prophecy foretold, be a last administration under legions of demons? And the whole earth will marvel as they followed the beast and worship the dragon, for he will give his authority to the beast, and they will worship the beast, saying, Who is like the beast, and who can fight against it? From the internationally acclaimed author of Zeitgeist 2025 comes his most astonishing revelations yet in We Are Legion, for we are many. Dr. Thomas Horn shatters the paradigm by soberly and frighteningly exposing how, before and after the presidency of Donald Trump, the United States was, and now is again, on an intentional trajectory to fulfill the prophetic and occult aspirations of legendary dark dominions. Survive outside the world that they are building. We are legion, for we are many. Dominions, Cosmo Craters in Washington, D.C. Unmasking the ancient riddle of the Hebrew year 5785 and the eminent destiny of America.
Welcome back to Skywatch TV. Today we start an explosive investigative series, but before we get into three new incredible works from Defender Publishing, let me introduce who's in-house. He's a multi-time, critically acclaimed, best-selling author and founder of Skywatch Television, Dr. Thomas Horn. Her ministerial career has spanned for more than 45 years. She is the visionary and founder of Whispering Ponies Ranch, Nita Horn. Ladies and gentlemen, I promise you that you're in for a treat. People here in studio know what's coming. I promise you, as you sit there with bated breath, <laughs> we're going to dive right into this, hit the ground running. You are in for a great reward. First, I want to introduce three new works from Defender Publishing. We are legion for we are many. Dominions, Cosmo Craters in Washington, D.C., unmasking the ancient riddle of the Hebrew year 5785 and the imminent destiny of America by Dr. Thomas Horn. Divided we stand, the globalist scheme for a one-world government by Lieutenant Colonel Robert McGinnis and the Prince of the Power of the Air in the Last Days, Satanology, History, Prophecy, Technology by Jeffrey W. Martis. Three incredible new works. We're going to get into this in just a minute. I cannot believe that all three of these belong in a special opportunity that we're going to make you aware of in just a few moments, along with the DVD, The Secret Destiny of America Revealed, a two-hour documentary DVD by Dr. Thomas Horn. All of this with some extra additional items right ahead of the holidays that will make gift giving, adding to your collection, the biggest breeze ever. But first, Tom, all one has to do is turn on the television or talk to a neighbor to realize we are living in some of the most politically divisive times, at least in my lifetime. And this goes back to visiting with our grandfathers and the way that America was founded and the idea that diverse conversation was welcome in this country, the idea that we stood one nation indivisible before a God and a creator. The book, We Are Legion, I can't help but point out the fact that the cover you see Joe Biden, Donald Trump, Vladimir Putin, the Pope, the subtitle, Dominion's Cosmo Craters and Washington, D.C., unmasking the ancient riddle of the Hebrew year 5785 and the imminent destiny of America. That is a loaded subtitle. What is the big picture regarding this new book? Yeah, well, on the one hand, uh, we are legion for we are, are many. It, it does cover like a, a lot of the current uh, political landscape that we find ourselves surrounded by right now, both in terms of geopolitics, foreign policy. But it heads towards this bigger question and considers how over the last 24 months, there has been a cascade of events that does definitely seem to be pushing America into the arms of a welcoming new one world right. order. But what the ancients, uh, the secret societies even to this day, the Freemasons, one of their mottos even to this day, Ordo ab chaos, mm -hmm. that a coming global world system, a new world order will be born out of chaos. Right. So like the, the mythical phoenix rising from the ashes of its you know destruction to form a new form of life. And so it starts out kind of asking those kind of questions, but then it starts piling up the evidence, both in terms of 
what is happening that's impacting our lives in very practical uh, ways, uh, the dangers of some of the coming mandates that could happen as a result of surrendering our sovereignty to the United Nations, many things like that. So are we just seeing like poor administration? Well, the first answer is yes, uh, certainly <laughs> we are. But is there something more to it For than sure. that? And yeah. I happen to believe that it's because there is at work behind a lot of this activity unseen, very powerful, very ancient, nefarious entities that are identified in the Bible as the real enemies of any kind of righteousness or culture. To give you an example, practitioners of occultism agree that powerful non-human energies can emanate from negative activity and can, once they are summoned, be released upon a gullible society to encourage a destructive collective group mind. In other words, what today people would call uh, contagious memes right, or uh, right. thought forms. Uh, let's defund the police, that kind of stuff. But there is an invisible presence. Right. They're actually fueled by and then encourage the spread of almost like mind infection that ultimately can lead to something that uh, Colonel McGinnis will be talking about here in a couple of weeks based on his book, and that is really a revolution, a revolution like we experienced in the 1700s like France. But here's something I want to show you. Writing about the Masonic involvement, for instance, in the French Revolution of the 1700s, prolific writer Gary Lackman, he makes this extraordinary observation about how destructive forces, unseen destructive forces, entities that have significant intelligence, but also plans of their own, were released during the French Revolution as a result of occult anti-God politics. Now, notice what he says here, quote, the famous French author Jacques Cazotte himself was aware of the dangerous energies unleashed by the revolution. Now, as I'm reading this, think about where we're at in America today and what you see happening both in D.C., the deep state, but also just on the streets of what were at one time fabulous major cities of America and where they are today. Although Cazotte agreed that whatever started it, the revolution soon took on a life of its own, coming under the power of an egregory, which is Greek for a watcher, a fallen entity, that is created by and presides over a human activity or collective. Jocelyn Godwin points out, an egregory is augmented by human belief, ritual, and especially by sacrifice. If it is sufficiently nourished by such energies, the egregory can take on a life of its own and appear to be an independent divinity with a power on behalf of its devotees and an unlimited appetite for their future devotion. If, as some esotericists believe, Human conflicts are the result of spiritual forces for spiritual ends, then collective catastrophes like the French Revolution take on a completely different significance, end quote. Goodness. So this is just like a miniature masterpiece in detailing how there are uh, forces that at one time were celebrating the crucifixion of Jesus until he went into the underworld, and they went, oops, that was a mistake. In fact, the New Testament says that. If the princes of this world would have known what they were doing, they would not right. have crucified the Lord of glory. But they're there. They're constantly plotting. They're not omniscient. They're not omnipotent like God is. But they are there, and they're willing. And when culture turns against 
the God of the Bible, it begins to nourish the rising up of these destructive forces within, uh, within our culture. So there's something else I want to say here. During the French Revolution, it was anti-God. They were out to destroy the God of Christianity, wipe it off the face of the earth all through France and so on. At the same time, we were having in the 1700s an American Revolution. And look at the differences between these two. The American Revolution was based on Christian principles of liberty, life, right. respect, and all of that. Over there, it was completely anti-God. They not only wanted to destroy God, remove him from their culture, but destroy the Christians who were also promoting those ideas. So what happened? Well, here in America, after the Revolutionary War, we settled this issue with slavery and a bunch of other things. You had unprecedented liberty, freedom, even our economy began to boom. We gave birth to, you know, the Industrial Revolution. All these great things were happening within our culture. What was happening in France? Well, to the tunes of tens of thousands of people being beheaded in the guillotines under Robespierre. But one was anti-God. One was based on Christian principles. I want you to see something that I had not seen until I couldn't sleep the other night, and I'm laying there thinking about these programs. And Colonel McGinnis is going to talk more about revolution, how we might be entering into a revolution, but that'll be in a couple of weeks from now when we get on his book, Divided We Stand, mm -hmm. which is included. But I'm laying there thinking about these, and this is what suddenly popped into my head, and I want you to see that the specific manifestations that developed during the French Revolution that will be repeated during the Great Tribulation. Note this. Number one, the French Revolution was driven by growing anti-Christian behavior, mm -hmm. just like we are seeing developing across the United States of America and throughout Western cultures right now in the lead up to an administration under we are legion for we are many. Wow. Number two, uh, France ultimately resulted in a totalitarian state, and we're already seeing a movement oh, towards sure. these things, both from the United Nations and the Biden administration. They were trying to roll out you know, mandates for vaccinations, things like that, but it's going to get a lot worse in the very near future. Number three, the French Revolution was marked by open blasphemy against God by carrying the statue of the nude liberty, a female woman, and setting it on the altar in the church of Notre Dame and tearing down all the Christian mm -hmm. symbolism that was there. But think about this. They brought in a blasphemous statue and put it on the altar. Look at what happens in the near future when Jesus warns us that, quote, when you therefore shall see the abomination of desolation oh, yes. spoken of by Daniel the prophet standing in the holy place, then flee into the mountains. He goes on. But most scholars say this is probably going to be an image of Antichrist himself, the image of the beast brought inside the temple. In the French Revolution, tens of thousands of people were beheaded in the guillotines, but Note what Revelation 24 describes as what happens after the image of the beast is placed inside the rebuilt third temple. Quote, and I saw the souls of them that were beheaded for the witness of Jesus and for the word of God, and which had not worshipped the beast, neither his image, neither had received his mark upon their foreheads or in their hands. And they lived and reigned with Jesus Christ for a thousand years, right? So... That list goes on, but it just started unrolling in my mind. What an amazing fact that leads into these either anti-God revolutions or pro-God revolutions. And so what we're witnessing today in America is a new form of a French revolution. And again, I'll leave it to, to Colonel McGinnis to get into the depths on that in a couple of weeks from if now. If I may just jump in, I am so excited about this book, but you know you talk about the French Revolution. Following that, 
the order out of chaos was Napoleon yes. coming in to set up a new world order. Coming in to set up a new world order, Napoleon Bonaparte, whose name actually means Apollo or the son of Apollo, yes. which is the spirit of Antichrist that comes up out of the underworld mm -hmm. in the end times. Tom, among the current political candidates that we at least see right now being offered from various parties, who do you think is the most likely candidate to fulfill the predictions that you've made in your book, We Are Legion for We Are Many? Well, let me answer a little differently than that. Right now, you have several major kind of contenders, both on the Democratic side and also on the GOP side, who could possibly be the next president of the United States of America. Whether that person would be at the top of this a demonic administration or whether their policies will lead to the election of the individual is yet to be seen. But mm -hmm. So first of all, you have Donald Trump. And of course, with Trump, you know, we've already known, we saw what he did. We saw all the policy stuff that came out of it that was very good for the nation. But right now, if he's still in the race, by the time these programs even air, as we're recording them a few weeks ahead of time, we are going to have to wait and see. Right now, some people are saying that he might even agree to a plea deal uh, to drop out of the race for the GOP. In exchange for that, they won't send him to prison. And this is not going to stop, by the way. Is, we're up yes. to four or five or whatever, but believe me, tomorrow he'll eat a ham sandwich and they'll indict him over that. Look, you have the avowed enemy of the deep state. Mm. He declared war on the invisible entities in Washington, D.C., and the visible ones who are the companions of those forces. Look, I believe they're not going to give up, but it could also lead to extremists not only wanting to imprison him or somehow, you know, uh, incapacitate him, but they are inflaming the hearts of insane people out there right now mm -hmm. who definitely probably are already plotting the assassination of Donald Trump if he is elected as the next president of the United States. If that happens, now all of a sudden you're going to have the temporary shutdown of the U.S. government, the invocation of the 25th Amendment. All of that then could, could lead to even more significant civil uprising, perhaps even martial law. You know, the military now has to come in. It's their grand excuse. Sorry, Bob. It's their grand excuse to come in and, you know, start uh, circumventing civilian rule. So we're going to have to just wait and see. But this is a boiling pot that mm -hmm. may have very significant prophetic implications. Because talk about order out of chaos. We're seeing right now what could lead to a nation that in some places is already teetering on the idea of civil war. With Joe Biden, you know, we all know you have a totalitarian policy advocate that looks out more for himself and his family and his political allies than he cares about Americans. I'm sorry, yeah, Tom Horn did just say that. But additionally, the big guy is likely going to continue surrendering American sovereignty to places like the United Nations, Russia, China, and they're, and they're playing him like a cognitively handicapped fiddle right now, right. <laughs> uh, and that is not hyperbole. But there are other possibilities. You might have seen in recent weeks where they're putting forward the name Michelle Obama. Mm -hmm. uh, so we could have a fourth or fifth, whatever it would now be, Obama uh, term. And I told you years ago, I said, I this was back then, I said, if Michelle Obama runs for president, she will win. She will not be beat. Mm -hmm. She's a black woman. She's got those two big things, and it would be a sin in the national mind to vote against her, right? But also people would feel like they're going to get Obama again. She would do a better job as a marionette of Obama policies than what Joe Biden has been able uh, to do. 
there is a big monkey ranch right now, and that is by the time these shows air, she'll be running out of time to register. She might miss it. She might focus on 2028. But then the other thing is some of Obama's personal love letters to a girlfriend he had before Michelle have recently come to light in which, and it's his, it's verified as his handwriting, uh, has come to light with him admitting that uh, he goes to bed every night fantasizing about having sex with other men. And so I know that in today's culture, that would even be celebrated by a lot of people. But I also know about half of the nation still holds very conservative values. And that might, you know, temper any excitement about Michelle running for president. But one final one. Look, Vivek Ramaswamy. A lot of people are not paying a lot of attention to him, but he's growing daily. He's, he's very closely you know, <laughs> outpacing the Florida governor. And Vivek Ramswamy is a Hindu who believes in legions of demons and legions of gods. He could start dazzling America with ideas that other people haven't thought about to solve our challenges. He's already trying to homogenize Christianity with Hinduism and other religions. And in some quarters, by the way, this effort to build the ecumenical harlot church of the book of Revelation is gaining ground even among Jews and some Christian leaders. Right now, Bob Lander Platts, the president of the conservative group, the family leader, is starting to get behind Ramaswamy. So this could really catch on. We've done so many conversations in which we've talked about doorways that can be opened as a result of what people do. So not having either a, an agnostic president or a Christian-leaning president, and bringing in a Hindu president would be the first time as a nation we would actually be inviting, I think, doorways to open. There's a reason why at CERN, the Titanic machine, oh, the, yeah. the doorway is being guarded by the Hindu god Shiva, wow. which is the god of destruction and then restoration into a new form of either government or world order. Will that doorway be open? I would keep your eyes on Vivek Ramswamy. He's a very smart guy. Yeah. He he, he, people like him a lot, right? He's charismatic. Mm -hmm. That's one to keep your eyes on. He's got a long way to climb, but if they can knock Trump out, somebody like Aramaswamy could suddenly surge in the polls and become the national favorite. Well, Tom, you're going to have to hold your thoughts right there. Ladies and gentlemen, the time is right now to make sure you get your copy of We Are Legion for We Are Many, and we want to make sure that you're aware of the largest giveaway of the year in the We Are Legion Grand Collection. When you order the We Are Legion Grand Collection from skywatchtvstore.com, you'll receive We Are Legion for We Are Many. Dominions, Cosmo Craters, and Washington, D.C. unmasking the ancient riddle of the Hebrew year 5785 and the eminent destiny of America by best-selling author Dr. Thomas Horne. Divided We Stand, the globalist scheme for a one-world government by Lieutenant Colonel Robert McGinnis and the Prince of the Power of the Air and the Last Days, Satanology, History, Prophecy, and Technology by Jeffrey W. Martis. But we're just getting started. This must-have collection also includes the breathtaking two-hour documentary, The Secret Destiny of America, on DVD, featuring Dr. Thomas Horn as he reveals who the God on America's Great Seal and U.S. $1 bill really is. Why 72 pentagrams in the Capitol Dome are used to control the ancient cosmo craters who rule the nations, the coming incarnation of Antichrist, and much, much more. But that's not all. With the holidays just around the corner, now's your chance to save big and receive solid bonus merchandise absolutely free. Because also included in the We Are Legion Grand Collection are any number of brand new, super quality, overstock gift books, 
DVDs or audio sets to add to your library or to give away as gifts this coming holiday season. Sold separately, these items hold a retail value of nearly $150. Yours now for your donation of only $35 plus shipping and handling, so act quickly. You can scan the QR code on your screen using the camera app on your phone for instant access to this special opportunity. This is the largest giveaway of the year just in time for the holiday gift giving season and is available only while supplies last so don't delay visit us at skywatchtvstore.com or call 1-844-750-4985 and ask for the we are legion grand collection now it's an unbelievable offer i'm telling you don't delay while supplies are available tom with just a couple of minutes left on the clock Part of the subtitle on your book, We Are Legion, reads, Unmasking the Ancient Riddle of the Hebrew Year 5785 and the Imminent Destiny of America. What is that about? Yeah, so the Hebrew year 5785 was significant to the ancient prophets. Uh, we explain all of that in the book, especially among the Essenes, who I believe were the most accurate prophets uh, in history. But in the Gregorian calendar that we find, this starts this coming year in about the middle of 2024 and extends over to the middle of 2025, meaning that it's going to be right ahead of the U.S. national election and then follow through to the inauguration of who will become, I believe, the uh, next president of the United States and possibly also the head of the administration under We Are Legion for We Are Many. For example, hundreds of years before the events unfolded, they predicted correctly, number one, when the Messiah would arrive exactly when he did on earth. Number two, that Messiah would raise the dead, which is not found in any of the Old Testament teachings. Number three, the Messiah would die in 32 AD, exactly when he did. Number four, that the Messiah would be for the Gentiles as well as for the Hebrews, which he was. This Messiah would begin an age called the Age of Grace, which is a New Testament uh, theme. At the same time, they predicted a man named Herod would be the king, and then he would turn evil. And then they said a voice crying in the wilderness mm -hmm. would appear around that time and point humanity toward the true Messiah, an obvious reference to John the Baptist, uh, by the way, who some believe was in the scene. And they also believe that Jesus went to Qumran and met with the communities of the Essenes and presented himself as the true Messiah. They said a Benjamite would explain everything to the Gentiles, and his knowledge would be in the synagogue of the Gentiles which is obviously a direct reference to the arrival of the Apostle Paul. That list goes on and on. I mean, shocking how they nailed it. We don't set dates. Well, they did. Wow. But why should we care what these prophets said thousands of years ago about the first advent of Christ? Because they didn't stop there. They also pointed into the future to the year 5785 and pinpointed it as the beginning of the end, wow. the final age of mankind at the inauguration of the next American president, the clock starts ticking down mm. toward great tribulation, the final judgment, the second coming of Christ, the battle of Armageddon, and ultimately a thousand years later, the final judgment. We're going to have to do this again next week. Ladies and gentlemen, join us again next week when our guests return to reveal how the principalities and high places that are right now vying for control over our secular government intersects prophetically with what religious leaders all over the globe are beginning to say about how aliens and unidentified flying objects will play a role in America's future. It's one you simply cannot miss. For everybody here in studio, everybody on panel, thank you for joining us once again this week. 
week. I'm Joe Artis Horn. Keep your eyes on the prize, which is Jesus Christ. We'll be back.